Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name is Eric and I'll be your host for this evening where we will be reviewing Save Yourselves. There's actually an exclamation point on there so I guess it's more like Save Yourselves. Right Joe? Uh, I am your host for this evening. Joining me tonight first off from Chicago, Illinois. He drinks and he does cameo. Please welcome Joe. He is mute. He is... Oh. I'm, uh, Just try that again. Now you're not muted. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. all right. I, we're we're I, doing the. the I hear him. You hear me? <laughs> Good show. Best show of the year. <laughs> uh, we're we're currently like five days <laughs> deep in uh, in dry January, um, and I just figured out pie, like the the thing. I solved it. I solved pie. When was the last time you did a show not drinking, Joe? That's a good question, isn't it? Um, I haven't drank like during the show in a while. Like I do every once in a while, but it's not like a consistent thing like it used to be. Like remember like years ago when I had like a bucket next to me with ice so I could have like five or six beers. What like, is it that you're normally drinking during the show then? Because you always look like you're drinking to me. It's just water, usually. I mean every once in a while I'll have like a gin and tonic or something, but like <laughs> I haven't like downed I mean on, like the end of the year show I think I was drinking a good amount, but like yeah. it's been a while since I was just like pounded beers on a show. Huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Next up on the show, looking real puddle of mud like tonight. He's the business manager at bloodygoodhorror.com. Please welcome John Schnars to the show. Hello, Eric. I gotta say, you stood up earlier and took your headphones off and just let that hair flow. It is beautiful. Like I, all jokes aside, John, it's it's. I I don't dislike it. At this point, I'm now I've moved into a place where I'm kind of like, yeah, I could I could keep this. What do your work people let's... say? Like, don't you have like younger subordinates? Like, what do they say? Uh, nothing. I mean, I you know I work with like creative types. Like they embrace yeah. the whole you at all times. I feel oh. like so. <laughs> I have a creative job, but I don't feel like I'm not getting that job. I'm going to hit you up. No. See we can make a, I need acceptance in my life, John. Last up tonight on the show from Indiana, looking like uh, Jerry Garcia. Please welcome Casey to the show. Hello. How's, I mean, do you disagree with me, Casey? No. You are intentionally seem to be cultivating a look here. No, no, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind the Garcia comparisons. I, I think like my it. hair would look as long as John's, though, if my head wasn't so wide, because <laughs> it's got more room to get, go around. Right, the <laughs> before it can cascade down the sides. Yeah, that makes sense. Not Garcia right now, though, right? Like, well, no, he's dead, know, right? Like okay. fifteen years in the in the ground. Right, 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 right. <laughs> makes sense. Has he been gone that long? I, he died. I was a senior in high school, so it's been more like more than that. Tw- twenty plus. <laughs> who yeah. could who yeah. could say, John? Who could say who's dead or alive at this point? That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of Joe, please tell us what we are drinking tonight. Beer guts. Save yourself. <laughs> hey, uh. 
A uh, delightful little little movie about a Brooklyn, uh, I believe Greenpoint, they say at one point, if I remember correctly. I think that was um, arguably like one of the, the epicenters of, of Brooklyn hipsterism uh, that takes a trip to upstate New York, the uh, the Pine Bush region. I know, John. Isn't, is there a, what is the Pine, isn't it like in Jersey or something? No, that's, it's um, just, oh. I want to say west of like Poughkeepsie. Uh, Kingston around that area. Okay, it's like yeah, I wasn't. It's like, so glad you you either remembered or looked up where because I was super curious. So uh, if it's yeah. near Kingston, that's like what the city people think upstate. That's like mid-state kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what people from where Eric and I don't think is upstate, right. and that's where like like so people. I'm always excited when we can upstate. get deep into New York State uh, regional politics yeah. here, Joe. Yeah, pretty much. You drive an hour north and those people think that the people in our south are not actually upstate so like kingston like that area is just like barely upstate that's what like people from yonkers think is upstate but we don't in saratoga and people in buffalo just you know my biggest pet peeve is joe when people refer to like buffalo or rochester as upstate new york and i'm like no dude that's western like fucking six hours west western new york it's pretty much canada yeah canada northern pennsylvania all right, New York City. Guy. We don't. Anyway, we don't, this is about me and Joe, not you, John. Yeah. <laughs> Go shuck your lobsters or whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this uh, this fun couple taking a trip upstate. They start out in Brooklyn, and because of that, I obviously picked a beer from Brooklyn Brewery, um, and I picked a beer, the Bel Air Sour, um, mm-hmm. is the beer I picked from them, which, as you might have guessed, John, is a sour ale. Um, bright fruity notes they describe it as with tropical fruit yet finishes with a gentle tartness Um, which I feel like and we'll get into this but I don't I don't know if the term hipster is actually a thing anymore right like I feel like we've kind of gotten past that like it's just you know it's a thing now we debated Um, we debated this over uh, email today yeah but this this I I fall in the camp that like it's just it's probably not a thing anymore. But this beer, like sours in general, I feel like once IPAs kind of became like a big thing, like people started to veer away from those and like sours still have like that niche sort of like Well, it's like anything you know, else. Once the characteristics of your group become absorbed into wider society, then it kind of ceases to be a thing, right? Like it's like grunge. Yeah. yeah. But I yep. feel like sours still kind of have that aura about them. And, like, I, I enjoy them. I think they're delicious. I'm not going to sit down and drink, like, a whole six-pack of them. But, like, you know, in the summer or, you know, even this time of year, depending on what kind you get, like, they're they're not too shabby. This one only comes in at about 5.8% alcohol, so not super high. Um, not that you can sit down and pound sours because, obviously, they're, like, fairly – it's like drinking a pack of sweet tarts or something. But, like – Joe, you get me a funnel. I will take down the <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I, <laughs> so so gross. not to get completely off topic, but like my 27th birthday, I remember my wife got me like kegs and like it was a big, big surprise party. And like I had talked about funnels for a long time and she's like, oh, I'll get you a couple of those. And I hadn't done one in probably 15 years. I took down a Sam Adams, like Boston lager. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. Like, <laughs> it was like being punched in the stomach. Mm. Didn't uh, we have them at Eric's uh, bachelor party? We I did. Yeah, you did. almost died. What, you know? Boston Loggers? <laughs> no. <laughs> the funnel. Yeah, I brought, oh, I brought there was, Yes, there was a funnel. Yeah. Yeah, that, that led was, to the infamous line of my, really my father walking over to me and 
poking me and looking at you and being like, I think we broke your podcaster. Yeah. Well, the funnel did it. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I think that was the first time we really saw drunk schnars. Yes, like, that 100%, was. Yeah. <laughs> Went to a dark place. Those were good sure. times. I tell this story constantly, but like, I felt like shit the next day. And it was like a three hour drive, if not more. <laughs> and like, we get in the car and John immediately goes to sleep. Like, before we even get on the highway, I'm like, all right, awesome. So I'm doing this solo. Is <laughs> it? How this is going? That happens. That's drunk, what uh, that's what Andy did to me. Yeah. That's what Andy did to me at the ten year uh, coming yeah. back from Milwaukee. He took a ride, got in the car. We got five minutes out of the city, and he was out. So it's a power move. Yeah, and his girlfriend, who we had just met like that day, is in the back seat going, uh, "Hi." <laughs> uh, anyway, BrooklynBrewery.com. They distribute everywhere so you should be able to find this one they just started doing it year round or like maybe in the last year or so um and yeah it's a tasty one if you enjoy a sour or just like something different i i recommend you you pick it up love it Thanks. thank you for that joe that's the beer recommendation get that every week here on the show also i should mention we're about to get in the review here but stick around because uh cc's gonna drop by and give Ooh. us a story. she's gonna tell us about what having a kid's like none of us know so we're gonna find out yeah. i'm pretty excited um she'll she'll be around after the review all right guys let's do it let's take a quick break so that we can discuss this movie whose name i forgot save yourselves yourselves this is it Jennifer. your big break in tv from the front time And we're back. John Schnars. Mm. Eric. How was your uh, holiday? Uh, yeah, it was okay. You know, I mean, yeah. I think that's an appropriate answer, given everything. I'll tell you, I got, uh, I got some new sweatpants. Bro, mm. so did I. I got some new Schnars slacks. Yeah, pretty nice. <laughs> They're awesome. I spent I spent like nice. I had some old old navy cast, John. I spent like thirty bucks on sweatpants, which I have probably never done in my life. Oh, I mean, these were like my wife bought them. I, they're the one I've never. The one brand is it's called like Outside Voices or out, Outdoor Voices. Hmm. It's like one of these like internet only. Yeah. Like they don't have stores. I don't think. I don't even know what the hell they're made out of. It's like alien fabric, you know. But <laughs> holy shit, you know. It's a whole new level. <laughs> yeah. This is this has been sweatpants talk. With <laughs> I should have put them on before the show. It would have been a little little treat for myself. Well, what are you wearing down there, John? Let's get into I, this. I got slacks on, man. I I had work mm. today. It's a work day. Slacks with really? Let me see. Let me see. Do a, spin, stand up. Do a little spin <laughs> for me, John. Why? I can't really see. I can't. Yeah, you say you have work today. Like, where do you stand up on camera? Like, who is is anyone seeing from the waist down? You know. I've kind of gotten to a place where I feel like I can't just show up doing whatever. You, you know, know, I, I have I like, gotta... I kind of come and go. Like I have days where I feel the way you feel where I'm like, you know what, man, I gotta like, I gotta pretend like I'm a, a human being here. So mm-hmm. I get up and get dressed and then I'll go weeks without which just wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Like I was walking the dogs at around four 30 today and I realized I have not showered. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, Oh, you mean four 30 PM? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant in the morning. I was like, that's no, no, I had like, Cause I cover like East coast, West coast, like all time zones. So this morning I was like working at seven 30 and then I realized I'm like, Oh, I just never showered. And here we are. Uh, it's tough. 
Yeah, I mean, I shower every day. I don't always put on. It's not like I'm like this is what I wore today. It's like a fucking waffle knit shirt. It's not like you know super nice, but mm. what are you gonna do? So yeah, Eric, that's how it was, man. I was I was in this goddamn house for fucking two weeks. So cool. Thanks for the pick me up, Snars. Please bring us the word <laughs> of the day. Eric, today's word is poof. Oh. It's P-O-U-F-F-E. Uh, went on a little bit of a, you know, not not so deep of a hole here, but poof. So, th- first of all, the spelling, I was a little surprised, but the P-O-U-F-F-E, it, the definition here, a cushioned footstool or low seat with no back. Oh. Uh, so, so pretty specific. Um, there is another vari- variant, P-O-U-F, which uh, is a dress or part of a dress in which a large mass of material has been gathered so that it stands away from the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty specific. Uh, but that, that actually gets, so the origin here, the origin of poof comes to us from, from the French, probably no surprise, late 18th century, P-O-U-F, poof, a woman's elaborate headdress of late 18th century France. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there you go, poof. Cool. And what does that have to do with this movie, John? Well, uh, this is a, you know, I, I would put horror uh, in quotes, potentially. It is a sci-fi comedy film where the the uh, antagonist is uh, is some poofs, some extraterrestrial ter- poofs. Yes. They look just like Casey's background. They look like triples. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they trouble. refer to... They, they call them poofs in the movie, and I thought that was just like they were talking like they were like poofy things, but I think like they actually were saying like they're like the footstool, which is a poof. Oh, I didn't I know. Don't... Well, she explains that at one point. I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah. They well, have a, they have a funny the conversation word of the day, about Eric, what that is. is why yeah. I, you know, went and, went and looked it. it up, but yeah. I believe you. All right, John, uh, what's this movie about? Tell us about it. Yeah, Save Yourselves. Uh, this comes to us from, uh, I think, first time... I'm pretty sure, uh, or if not first time, very, very sort of new uh, director, writer-director pair, Alex Fisher and Eleanor Wilson. Um, It stars, it's effectively a movie with two characters. Um, You have Sunita Mani, um, who plays Sue, and then her boyfriend, his name's Jack in the film. He's played by John Paul Reynolds. Um, If you recognize, the the only one, I only really recognize the, the woman here. She was in Glow. Mm. Um, she's like the, the Indian American wrestler in Glow. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. Did you guys know the, the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we watched, uh, we talked about it over, um, email that show Casey, which you mentioned that I don't remember the name of search party. Yes. Uh, okay. He, he was like one of the main characters on that, which has like, I was surprised. I couldn't find any sort of tie as far as like writing and directing, but like, like the same exact tone and everything of this movie. Well, and was she in Search Party too? She was she. I don't remember if she did. I don't think she had like a very big part. She wasn't one of the main actors, but she is in that. She's in her uh, IMDb, I believe. Yeah. Okay. okay. The uh, apparently the the guy is also one. Of, he's not like a big character, but he's in Stranger Things. He plays one of the cops. So, yeah. uh, you know. Um, but yeah, essentially, there. Joe kind of set this up, but they're a couple. They live in Brooklyn. They're sort of uh, so she's thirty, he's thirty-four, which comes up in the movie. Um, they're living kind of this like standard cohabitation, boyfriend girlfriend life, where 
it's a little bit of like arrested development. Like they're living like, you know, it's not, it's a, it's like a good life. Like they objectively have like what they need, but they're, they're not feeling super fulfilled or at least she's not feeling super fulfilled. Um, they decide they meet um, at a party, Ben Sinclair uh, from high maintenance who I was like really hoping was going to come back into this like later, but he ends up not. Uh, and he offers to let them stay at a house that he has upstate in Pine Bush. Um, it's like his uncles or something he's been rehabbing and they're immediately like, you know, just, Oh, you know, he's it's so amazing. He like knows how to rehab a house and yada, yada. Um, but so they decide they're going to not just go to this house, but they're going to do a digital cleanse. They shut their phones off. It's like sort of very traumatic for them. They like leave voicemails telling people or leave a, you know, a, an answering machine message effectively that says like, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll call you when this is over. Um, and then they go up there. Um, the problem is, as they're driving up, these poof aliens invade uh, and effectively like destroy civilization. <laughs> and so um, it's really like the rest of the movie. The movie is, I mean, it's it's really a comedy, but uh, it's about them sort of, you know, going through the motions around their relationship and some of the stresses there, uh, but then coming to the realization that uh, the world is, you know, potentially ending because of poofs. Thanks for that, John. Yeah, did, did that track for you? That worked? Oh, yeah, I definitely heard all that. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell me what you thought about this movie? So I'm not going to come in very high on this movie. And like we were talking over email, and that's kind of where the hipster discussion comes up because for me, these are pretty much the, like the definition of hipsters, which is just not my thing. And I, I don't – which is to say I had a hard time getting into the characters and the humor of the movie. It just didn't register with me, and I think maybe it's just not something that's not my sense of humor, and it missed out on me. Uh, it was kind of the same for my wife, but it makes sense. We're kind of into the same things. It's not to say that the people, it was poorly made or anything like that. I just don't like the way that the writing was handled. I don't think between with the atmosphere of the character and the way they present the characters and everything, and then with the humor they're doing with that, that is kind of centric to their kind of lifestyle as then kind of going easy on the aliens and stuff felt like I wasn't getting a payoff at the end maybe. And it was just hard for me to, I sat through the end of it and both times I watched it a second time today and get to the end. And it just kind of left me with, is that it? And kind of scratching my head. So I don't, it wasn't a movie for me, but that's not necessarily necessarily to say that it would be a bad movie for anybody else as these guys are going to tell you. Joe. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, from the emails, I might be the highest on this. Like, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I think it probably would have made my my top ten list if we had watched it last year. Um, I totally get, and I, you know, we kind of discussed it a lot over email. Like, I 100% get Casey's point, right? Like, I think this movie probably won't hit with as hard as like people like, and not to generalize, but like John, I'm sure you work with people like this, right? Like. I have, like, when we were watching this, there's a buddy of mine back in New York, like, could be this main character. Like, he's, you know, pretty much a twin of this guy. And, like, I think that kind of nails it a little more to the point where, like, I didn't find them annoying. I actually, you know, found the whole thing kind of charming, especially her. Like, I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, she's really funny. I think he, when you kind of peel away some of the layers, is, like, very flawed um, when you, you look at him. 
Like there's this whole running theme and he even says it a couple of times about like how he didn't want to be his dad. Right. Like, and he, you know, and I think there's this whole generalization around, you know, like they talk a lot about their microgreens. He's like <laughs> cultivating his sourdough starter. Dude, which, the joke about how they didn't bring any non-perishable food was hilarious. Exactly. They're like we have some yeah, leftover yeah. couscous and some microgreens. They're like stereotypical, like, you know, farm to table, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, he brings his sourdough starter with him. Because um, it has to be fed. <laughs> but then like it come by the way. You can leave your sourdough starter in the fridge for like a couple weeks, even like three or four Honestly, weeks. Honestly, you know the inclusion of the sourdough starter just made me think about you. Oh, I like, <laughs> he grabbed that and like Leslie and I were watching, like this hits a little too close to home. <laughs> but like it's funny because I think it says a lot about this whole like I don't know what the right term is, and I don't want this to come off as like not offensive, but like there's this big push of like, you don't need to be a quote unquote man from like 30 years ago, right? Like you don't need to be your father, like working on your car and like, you know, putting down drywall or anything, but it gets so far away from that. You get to a point and like, it kind of shows the first night when he's trying to build a fire and then he's just like, something's wrong with this wood. Right. So it's like, you've <laughs> worked so favorites. you've worked so hard to like distance yourself. But then when like shit goes down and like, all right, maybe you do need some like life-saving skills. Like, all right, maybe you've gone too far, and now it would be bad to like maybe even, have a pop tart in the house. <laughs> it's even deeper than that, though, too, which I appreciated. Which like, before the shit goes down, he gets into that whole rant, and his biggest yeah. problem at that point is like, so he, you know, he's like, I'm fine with that, but also like, I'm not good at the new stuff. Like that line yeah, fucking killed exactly. me. It's just like, I'm not good at this. Like in other words, he didn't want to like he wanted to be this kind of like progressive 21st century male or whatever but but he's not even good at like the modern shit either and so he's just yeah. feeling like totally lost which is i thought was well, even that but like the the deeper you get with it like he's got this he goes on these like preachy rants about like disconnecting and like you know relaxing and distancing themselves from the city but meanwhile like anytime sh- his girlfriend tries to do it like he pretty much gaslights her right like i'm using that right <laughs> maybe <laughs> But she like, has her own thing too, right? Because like she can't relax either. Like every idea she has to relax is a thing that she wrote down from a BuzzFeed list in her notebook. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's that I whole agree. thread of it too. Like she can't really, he's more annoying, but she can't really do it either. Exactly. But I feel like every time she points out that like he's doing the exact same thing, he kind of flips out on her and then like says, why are you arguing with me? Like, why are you fighting with me? And then just like shuts the whole thing down. Yeah. Like their communication think, isn't great, Joe. I don't, no, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, sorry, long story short, I really enjoyed this. Like I, I, I would go as far to say as I kind of loved it. Yeah. I also really enjoyed this movie. I think I am probably in between Casey and Joe and John, as far as experience with people quite like this. Like, I mean, I live on the East coast. Like I've certainly lived with, I've, I've, I've seen some, I've met some version of this person, but I don't know that I've had as much contact uh, as John and Joe have having spent well, considerable, Boston, spent considerable time yeah. in New York city, but I never for worked the in the city. We though, only got John. hipsters in Indiana like two years ago. <laughs> but John, like I worked in like a corporate park in the bougie suburbs. Like I wasn't even in the city like you guys were, you know, but, um, it's really funny. I did I did kind of ride this line where there were moments, especially in the beginning, where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take these characters for an entire movie because they're really annoying in the very beginning, intentionally so, right? Like, I, I, well, maybe intentionally so. I don't actually know. I guess that depends on your perspective on it. But 
I feel like the moment that won me over is when it's about 10, 15 minutes in and they're sitting on the couch, just both on their phones and she's staring at him and just being so annoyed that they're on their phones and she just reaches over and fucking slaps his phone out of his hand. And it's just like a silent look between the two of them and then like a hard cut. That whole scene was brilliant. And then in the next scene, they're planning this like getaway or whatever. Well, I love when they're the like sex scene or not the sex scene, but like they're like getting intimate and then... I can't even remember what happens that causes them one of their phones buzzes and then they both like stop, sit back, and then just start looking at their phones. <laughs> right. That that's I don't know, the phone thing really bugs Doodle. me. Like I don't yeah, so like in it's real so life. Rough. But uh the two of them are so funny. I think she she hits more for me than he does, only because her character is more endearing. But he mm. also has these moments where he's crazy funny, like these night terror things he's having where oh he shouts God. at the corner of the room. <laughs> We're like, unreal funny. They do it funny. like three or four times, and it's just as funny the third time as it was Dude, the first time. so funny. I and did I, enjoy that one. And I well, really... Well, the time he wakes up and the alien is on the, <laughs> the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Poof in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I absolutely love the choice to just make the aliens as silly as possible because the movie mm-hmm. isn't about the aliens. It's all about this stuff with the two, with this type of modern person and what it looks like when they try to adapt. And like, so, and it's not, I don't think it's designed to be scary. Although they do the, in a comedy way, the aliens can be scary, right? Because they kill people. And it's like, it's, there are moments where there's like some tension around like what they're going to do and they move really creepily. Like I, the, the way they move is kind of, reminiscent of some of the effects from like the thing or something like that just with cgi but um i got i think it's really good it's really funny my only beef i guess is the pacing and the by the time you get to the finale you're like is this the finale like it doesn't really build up to a finale the way you might want it to but i was pretty happy with the ending like it's funny mm-hmm. it's a good like kind of nihilistic ending although i i'm not gonna lie i had to kind of google to see how other people had interpreted the ending but Oh, I'm interested because, yeah, I, I wasn't sure how to interpret it either. Yeah, well, yeah, if I'm to believe what I read on the internet, I like the ending. I, think it is, I, it is say, a, I feel like you could go either way on it, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to okay. it. But anyway, yeah, I, I I thought it was super funny. But I do get the, the potential annoyance with the characters. For sure, yeah. But no, I mean, and I think we've all kind of said it. I do think it really comes down to if you if you can tolerate or enjoy or go beyond tolerate and enjoy these characters – like it's super well done. I was, I texted you all right after I finished watching it because I was a little nervous that it was, there wasn't enough going on. Like there's, there's a little bit of gore. Like there's like a couple of deaths, but they're very minor. Um, and I was just like, Oh boy, like you, you guys are going to watch this and be like, what the fuck? This isn't a movie for the show. Um, so I was actually really glad that everybody, well, that, that people came around to kind of, you know, that it worked. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I this probably would have been in my top ten as well, um, you know. But oh, is this not a twenty twenty one? No, son it's, of it's, a came bitch. Out at the end of last year. Does you know by chance did anyone have this on their list? I don't think so. It definitely would have been on mine. Look, this is just a reminder to the studios out there that if they want it to be on our top ten, they gotta send it to us early. It's just how yeah, that works true. for to it's get what, make sure John, they, it's up for ask, consideration. Was it on people's list and you removed it? Um, based on how you wanted the final top 10 to be or yeah. it, was, it was part of my program yeah. um, uh, John yeah. called me and said he just wanted to find a couple other movies so I t- took him from that one <laughs> just to uh, just to touch on the like sort of progression of the plot like for me 
it, it's definitely not as like cleanly defined as like a three act structure in as yeah. like other movies we watch. Yeah. That said, I actually felt like the transition into the third act was kind of the cleanest and it actually is like the most, you know, sort of prototypical structural. Like it, you have this moment where they leave and there's this whole like, you know, who can drive the stick shift, you know, it kind of brings back some of the, the manhood issues. It also really puts a finer point, like that third act really puts a finer point around some of her issues, which they don't highlight as being so much about motherhood, but like, there, there's a couple of conversations yeah. about kids. Can you yeah. guys? Can you guys yeah. have a stick shift? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, can I learned to drive on. Yeah, can, me too. It's ancient technology, John. What I need to know how to do that. Uh, do they? Even, I would love to have a stick. Do shift. they even? Yeah. Do they even? Make I tell this? Leslie like now that we're out in the burbs. Like I hated it when I was in New York because like sitting in traffic, it's a goddamn nightmare. Do they but, even like, make here, cars like that anymore? Yeah. Do you have like special order one or some shit? If it's not like a fancy no. like sports no, car, no. Like when they were more prevalent they were a cheaper option well no i understand that but if you go to buy a car now nobody's asking you like you want the manual like no bro it's fucking 2021 oh you you might need to you might you may have to ask for that's what that's what i'm saying yeah yeah but joe's right joe's right it used to be it used to be i mean i remember it was more expensive to get the automatic automatic yeah yeah i assume joe would be buying a jaguar if he was getting a stick shift yeah, but so that, but in any event, that like I also like that the third act. It it's where look, you don't even see the aliens until probably that's probably like the beginning of the second act. You know, it's probably that first turn is when you you actually like see the alien for the first yeah. time. And then well, there was a certain point where I thought like you're never going to see them because they yeah. they definitely they make it a point that and sorry I don't mean to completely no, cut no, you off, John, but like they make a point that like they're attacking New York City, right? So. Yeah. At a certain point, you start to think like, oh, well, they're going to ride this whole thing out upstate and like we're never actually going to see these aliens, which I at, at a certain point we would have been fine with. But I love that, you know, it wasn't there was a universe where they could have just said like, ah, fuck it. Like, these are just goofy aliens. Like, we're not going to worry about like they give them. There's like a lot going on. Like they, they, they're they introduce, fairly well done. Yeah. 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 There's like they introduce this concept that they want to drink ethanol. Right. So that yeah. they're they're like they're like drilling into bottles in the kitchen they're drilling into the car uh the they gas drink his tank. starter they drink his <laughs> sourdough starter, <laughs> drink which, starter, starter. Um, very upsetting but the but when you then when you see them use their little tentacle thing i don't know i thought it was like that was like a, i was just like oh all right pretty pretty yeah. nice like it's yeah. like a like a lizard or something it's pretty right? gross like a and like unsettling the way it moves like i love the first time they confront it First of all, they have that whole conversation about the poof thing where she's explaining him what a poof is or whatever. And they try to poke it and it like shut, it like skitters back and it's real weird. Like it's real uncomfortable. And then it shoots this little thing and like flies out the door and they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like this, the one thing this movie does really well that I think serves it well is like there's a high joke density. There are so many little facial expressions and reactions and little one-liners that you could easily miss because you're laughing at something else. Like the, the jokes are very rapid fire when they're hitting. Yeah. See, I would say at the from my point of view, who where the jokes kind of fell flat just because I wasn't getting it. As we got towards the, like the middle of what would we could normally consider the second act, it's this pretty much about the morning that they wake up and start finding that the whiskey bottle's empty and stuff like that, and things start to escalate and get better. And what the movie works for me better in that last half because they have a better balance of trying to do the dialogue with these two that I didn't really connect with or have anything to do and got more to a traditional structure. So for me, and the opposite end of that, 
you get away from some of those jokes that I was missing anyways, and you get a little bit more action, and that's it brought me back into it some. Yeah, I mean it does. The the it definitely ramps up action wise. I loved the uh, when they were timing themselves to see how fast they could back up the. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> that and then the gun the whole bit with a gun was actually really good because it's again it's i mean it's skewering it's so sort funny. of like yeah like it's yeah. skewering kind of like lefty progressiveness yeah totally. but they like hug and they're just like we're gun people now <laughs> so, i did yeah. get a good laugh well, it's kind of like the, it's a it's a funny thread that they follow a lot where every time confronted with some kind of crisis that goes against the beliefs, he folds immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's really funny. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that was kind of the hardest part watching this. Like, at a certain point, and I don't think this is like a huge spoiler, but they come across an, a baby, like an infant, and like he pushes <laughs> dude, very hard that, like, maybe line. we didn't hear it crying. No, he goes, like, uh, yeah. what the fuck does he say, dude? He goes, I think our best course of action here is just pure oh what the hell does he say it's, it's so like funny. selfishness or yeah yeah he's like, like yeah. just so we're on the same page right he's like our best course of action is pure selfishness and she was like no <laughs> like he says it. yeah <laughs> so we drove by oh and my god it's so it. funny the uh, i also love too when he he's like oh i know how to shoot the girls like we should practice shooting the gun and he shoots it out the window and breaks the window and then he's trying to act all cool he hits himself in the head and <laughs> even that like, she's what, like, he, like she's being really shirt around his head because he thinks it's gonna yeah, like, but like the sound she's like... being really sweet too like it, and that's kind of what i like is there is you do actually get the layers of this relationship where they're sweet and supportive of each other like in that scene she is totally playing in to him trying to act cool about shooting the gun like yeah. she's not making fun of him she's being sweet about it which there's this dynamic between the two of them like that that i really like well, that's so because Joe sort of hit on this, right? Like, and I think Eric, you might have mentioned too. Like, she, you know, she's more likable, um, but the relationship is likable. Like, you kind of like believe them as a couple, yeah, and for sure, yeah. And that you know, it just like even if you don't like one or both, like I like them together. Like, it, I mean, a lot of it's the mm-hmm. humor, but it, there is like an earnestness to it where you're like, all right, you can actually see how these people are in It felt believable. Like it felt like a real, for sure. Yeah, 100%. yeah. They did a good job of highlighting and giving them separate insecurities to make flesh them out that way a bit because she had her hangups with children and her parents, stuff like that. His was about if he's a real man or not, things like that. I thought they fleshed that out pretty well for the characters. I love the uh, when when he does his whole like, confession to her, and he's like, "All right, tell me, All right, like, now you tell me a lot, yeah." And she's like, "I don't know, I can't think of anything." And he's like, "Just oh, tell me like the last thing you lied to me so about." Good. And she's like, "Just turned on her phone." Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Fine <laughs> no, the way she, I do. the way yeah. she blurts out, "I eat my contacts," is so goddamn funny. Like, she, <laughs> oh my god, her line delivery there was perfect. <laughs> First of all, that's insane. And second of all, <laughs> yes. I'm kind of interested to try that. That was so funny. I <laughs> just started, kept doing the, um, it. The scene when like after shit kind of pops off, like where she admits that she went on her phone and like it kind of unravels that like they probably could have gotten out, out of there if she had just like admitted it like right away. Oh, so, he's like, real that, shitty about he's real shitty about blaming her. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did get a good laugh, too, though, in that whole breakdown scene when she's telling him that she was checking her messages the day before. And his first response was, well, if you would have told me yesterday, I could have had my messages, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah <exactly. laughs> 
I did. Did anybody recognize the voice of his mother on the uh, no. on the voicemail? Who is well, it? Amy Yeah, it was Amy Sedaris. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I she saw her in the credits. Okay. Yeah, that's so funny. The, the, that's the other thing that was really funny to me is like the opening credits has like ten names in it. Yeah. There's three characters. There's three movie. people. Yeah, like three or four. Well, there's a lot yeah. of phone. There's a lot of oh, well, messages maybe. on that phone and stuff too. Yeah. I love her. I was I was bummed that like she didn't turn up somewhere in the actual yeah. movie. Like it, the first time I watched this was like a Friday night, and I you know saw her name, got excited, good through, and then after a while, I was like, I'm like, I don't remember seeing her. So today mm-hmm. I sit down to rewatch it for the show, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch for her. Then by the end, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Still yeah, there. I was bummed. It was funny because we watched this last night, and like at one point we paused to go make popcorn. And I think I mentioned something to Leslie, like, I need to figure out what beer I want to use for this. She's like, I completely forgot that we're watching this for the, you're watching this for the show because it's enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie Savage. Uh, Do we want to talk about the ending? Like the, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, spoiler, right? Well, they accidentally end up in what they refer to as a trap, which I thought was really fun. A trap, which like, so it's like a weird little glass dome thing, but they get caught by the trap because it gives them cell service, I guess. Like, right. Is that what I'm to understand that that crystal was giving them cell service was supposed to like attract them to it or something. Well, I, so they, they just walk up to it, right? There's basically like, it looks like a piece of glass. Like it looks like a, or a, um, ice sculpture almost. Ice, yeah. Yeah. And she walks up to it and she starts like feeling, but she can't touch it. So then it's like, kind of like, Oh, this is weird. And while they're like, touching it they realize their cell phones are turning back on so yeah i didn't even that didn't even register with me that maybe that was like part of the trap but that makes sense um but yeah once they do that well it seems really stark to me that all of a sudden they're getting cell phone service when they're standing around this thing no no once you now that you say it it, i agree so the the internet kind of goes around them so then it goes around them and there's kind of a willy wonka-esque scene where it just goes up and you see them kind of going out of the atmosphere or whatever the internet seems to think that this was them being carted off to some home planet to be either like eaten or be slaves or something like that. Like, but it's not, that's not made explicit. And they seem, cause I, cause I kind of also thought while watching it, well, maybe they're being rescued by something else or something. Mm. Yeah. But they didn't give us it. I, I could see where you might think that, but it, to me, it, I just assumed they were doomed and they were going to get collected and hauled off because yeah. there was no sign of anything else that was there other than which the I kind of like, just given the tone of the movie. I guess I'd prefer yeah. to think of it that yeah. way. Yeah, Aww. because it, I mean, it does end with them sort of laughing, but it's definitely like a nervous laughter. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, they feel like, oh, maybe we're being saved, but you know, like in their heads, they're like, this probably isn't going to work out well for yeah. us. I mean, I guess my reading, and like maybe this. I mean, this is why when I was saying it's ambiguous, like whether or not they're going to be like slaves on some alien planet, like if they were staying on Earth, they were probably going to die. Like they were yeah. basically like you're definitely going to die. Oh, on what are we? Or, uh, what are we saying here, John? I don't. I don't think I like where you're going with this. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying like maybe like like they're they're they get to live a little longer <laughs> oh, whether or not it's okay, like, good John. or not. I don't. John, does you understand where I'm going? <laughs> like you're telling. No, I actually it. am like unclear on what you are. It seems like you're like, at. I'm not even going to go there, John. They may have to go live in like a human zoo. I don't know. But like, <laughs> yeah. they also might just be dead on Earth. Like, I guess. If I, you're think I, might, dead I think, on I, Earth I think I'd rather be dead. Right? Yeah. I no, think no, I'd rather that, be dead. That, that's why I say it's ambiguous. Like, you're right. It could be like worse. But at the moment that it happens for them, they are like happy. But then I think there's this realization of like, oh, yeah, there's like a dark side to this problem. I, you know what? I The only thing I was thinking about is like, these fucking people are stuck in this box with a kid that's not theirs. 
Like, how are they going to feed this kid? Like, I was kind of like nervous well, immediately. Like, or what if he shits his diaper again? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, that I was love when he says, I like, love when he makes the comment about uh, the diaper being a two-person job. <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah. It's interesting that they like put this baby in the movie, right? Because like it immediately changes the tone. And like even Leslie and I are watching because there's one scene where they like pretty much trip out because one of the poof like farts on them or something. Dude, so funny. And like as a parent, the entire time they're having this scene and it's pretty funny, but like the first thing Leslie said and I was thinking the exact same thing was like, where the fuck's that baby? Like, what are they doing? Like, because like, well, there's, I mean, that's a lot of the comedy yeah. comes from them having zero fucking idea of what to do with the baby. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it also like you, it builds the tension. Like I think for the first time in, you know, most of the movie, like you, you have it a little bit when the, the poof first shows up, but like, once you insert a baby that they have to take care of, like it's like a whole other level. I which love I when they, I love when they wake up from the trip and the baby has crawled away. It's mm-hmm. just that whole scene is really funny, and then he starts saying its name, like out yeah. into the woods, like it's gonna just be like, oh hey, I'm right here. Very funny. So yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, I like Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's gonna do it for the review. Would you recommend this, John Schnorris? Yeah. I would. Casey. I got to stick with no. Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think definitely it's a lot of fun. It's the rare apocalypse movie in 2020 that I could actually recommend because it's just kind of light and fun and enjoyable. So, all right. That's going to do it for Save Yourselves. Question? It's not a question mark. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and do <laughs> some fan mail. Sweet. For the movie Rolling Stone magazine calls a delicious blend of fun and fright that's smashingly scary. It was funny. It was exciting. It's a scream, baby. The whole thing is fun. Never say, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Sensational, terrific entertainment, says the LA Times. Scream is sexy. I was screaming at the top of my lungs and laughing hysterically all at the same time. Scream. This is great. You have to see it. Rated R, now playing. Hi there, I'm Judith O'Day from George Romero's original Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to Bloody Good Horror. Send feedback to info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. <laughs> and we're back. It's a baby. Cece's here and she brought a baby. I brought a baby. Oh, look at that. Her face when that music was on was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? How you doing over there? Um, I mean we're doing we're surviving. Is that baby talking yeah. to you? What? Oh, oh, that's, that's a cute baby. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Look at look at her face. Cheeks. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> How's that baby sleeping? Uh I mean that big baby figure out what day and night is yet? 
That's always no. the fun part. Oh, cool. You're still in the no, shit then. Got it. We're um, doing bottles every two hours, so oh, I don't God. know that we know what sleeping is right now either. <laughs> Kyle, is Kyle taking a shift? Oh, of course. Dude, oh, thanks. listen. What a man. Here's my piece what of advice. Right. 21st century. There he John, is. did you? Did you, John? Yeah. Or did you just no. like feel like it's all on you? Listen, at about it a year. mostly breastfeeding, so I did yeah. not have the option. CC, yeah, at about while, a year, but... at about a year and a half, okay, you're going to start sleeping better and you're going to feel so much better so quickly. You're going to start being like, this is easy. We should have another one of these. All yeah. I'm saying is wait until like three. Just like take that whole year from <laughs> two to three saying. before you a make a decision. A year and a half seems like a really long time from now. And then- a yeah, baby, a baby from like a three. year to a year and a half is a delight and it's a trick. And just be careful is what I'm saying. <laughs> a trick? Are you going to, are you going to trick everyone? Oh, that's not the trick part. Yeah. You're in the, I don't know. No, now right now oh, you're just yeah. in the she's shit. Not even, as I like not to call even it. looking. So Cece, we just had my brother-in-law had a uh, two month old at our house. So I, I had another baby around. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of this thing, the snoo? This was like a new invention to me. Wow, what, what is, is that? Uh, it's like it's like a super crib that has like all this like stuff. So when the the baby's in the crib, if the baby starts crying, the crib will like rock it a little bit Stop. or it'll like shake a little. It has like I don't know. I, I didn't even like want to. That, that sounds like a like, dystopian you know nightmare to me. New for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that just sounds like you're giving your baby to AI, and that's really unsettling. Yeah. Another for nothing, like, what's going to happen when, like, your baby isn't being rocked when they start crying? Like, I feel like you're just, like, conditioning it to... We did discuss that with them. We were like, it feels like you might be setting yourself up for a rough, like... Yeah, because we did the same with Mia, and, like, literally, we had to rock her to sleep for, like, an hour up until, like, after the age of one. She's seven. With Madeline, we were like, no, fuck you. You're just going in the crib. Get him in the crib, yeah. She sleeps like a dream now. And honestly, like, even crib over one of those, whatever those other things are, because that'll just make it harder to get him out of that, too. So just get their ass in the crib, like, a weekend. I mean, we're, we're in a bassinet right now, so... But yeah, I mean, already, you're like feeding every two hours. You kind of. <laughs> yeah. And she definitely already likes like she prefers you to hold her. But like she wants to be on your chest when she falls asleep. And I'm just like, oh, Lord, this is we've, we've already started down the wrong path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are had- you, uh, you pacifier? Are you trying to pacifier? Do I oh, like pacifier like the. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, no, because like some people won't do it. Like my oh, sister yeah. refused to use them. And I always tell people it's like. Definitely. If you, if they'll take yeah. it, I would say definitely do it. But we yeah. just took one away from our two and a half year old, yeah. and um, you know it, it 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 gives you a couple rough nights, but it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, do it. Solid do it. Yeah. yeah. She you know, doesn't do like use it that often. I mean, I realize we're only three weeks in. How many weeks are we? I don't know. What is time? I'm just because I feel like I'm listening to a goop podcast. <laughs> <laughs> goop podcast. <laughs> Welcome to baby. Cast. You're gonna want to get yourself some healing crystals, okay? <laughs> baby good horror. <laughs> baby good horror. That's, uh, it translates so well. That um, needs to be. A but t-shirt. yeah, I mean, we like. She doesn't take it all the time, but I'm like, if she's if she wants to use it, then fine. I'm not. I'm not really against it. So. Here's a real important question: How much is Kyle helping? I mean more than i more than you would like imagine anyone helping dude he like he would have had a baby like when we were 20 so love it like good work kyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> don't be a schnars. Don't abandon oh, your wife. <laughs> I could like John was definitely the guy who like went out to the bar with his buddies with like cigars after like the nineteen twenties. Like <laughs> probably the same piano bar. Man, it's a boy, eh? Dude, my dad. My dad went back to work the next day. He was telling me. I was like, "What? What, what kind of what? fucking life is that?" Nothing of mine. Kyle has six weeks. Well, actually, he has twelve weeks, but he only took six right now. So we're both on, um, you know, leave from work. So that's really nice. We don't know what time it is, what day it is. Yeah. Um, that never yeah. really changes. That it's never gets right better. Way to do it. I I yeah. did like a month right up for I had. I guess like eight weeks or something. And like I did four weeks right up front. And then I, when my wife went back to work, I did a month by myself. Ooh. And, uh, but that's awesome that you had that though. Yeah. yeah. It, you had to use it in the first year. Yeah. Uh, but okay. otherwise, you know, it's, you know, kind of whenever, um, yeah, it, uh, that's a real experience. One-on-one. <laughs> Have you, you guys started watching late night QVC yet? No. no. Yeah, I tell you. Give watching- it a go. It'll change your life. Ink master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made him watch Ink Master, which is nightmare fuel. Yeah, nightmare fuel. Wait, what is Ink Master? Is I that like a tattoo, it's a tattoo? It's a tattoo competition yeah, show, but they just like, but it's weird from what I remember watching because they just like, I mean, they're kind of practicing on people and they're under like time yes. restraints, and then it's like, then at the end, the judges sit there and while this person's sitting there and tell this artist how much they screwed it up. <laughs> it's like cool, dude. Is. Wow. But also, like, I don't, I don't feel bad for these people who come on the show to get tattooed because the tattoo artist is literally being like, okay, I can't do that. Let me do something that I can give you a good tattoo with. And they're like, no, if you're going to win, you should do it. And I'm like, they're telling you it's going to be a bad tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you want that? <laughs> so is we, it their friends? Like, do they know the people? No. There's <laughs> no. people that volunteer to go in. The point no. is, like, a pick, like, the tattoo artists pick the canvas to like screw over other artists. So it's like, you know, you're getting a shitty tattoo artist who can't do it. Like right. it's yeah. bizarre. So we're watching that in a lot of, um, Gordon Ramsay, uh, night kitchen nightmares and, uh, yeah. 24 <laughs> hours to hell and back. I'm a big so fan. If I need to burn, minutes. like if I'm a, if I need to burn like 12 hours, I'm a big fan of bar rescue. I oh yeah. Can't if go. you ever look up, though, none of those bars ever last like a year after that guy shows up. Nightmares has very has a very good track record. Either. Yeah. So how do you guys uh, outdo Christmas next year? What do you mean? Twins. Well, that's a pretty big uh, Christmas present there. So how do you outdo that? Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there will not be twins next. Uh, next. <laughs> yes, I told everyone. I was like, you don't get a gift because this is your gift. So. I don't know. I guess I'm done giving great gifts from now on. Uh, I like- gave life. What did you give? What did you bring to the party? <laughs> have you have have you like seen any family? I mean, it's like a pretty tough time, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So. A little bit. We've seen um, Kyle's family because they. I mean, they're kind of like in our bubble because um, his like we have to be really careful with his brother. But outside of that, no. We've seen some people from like our porch and they're in the driveway. So we've seen like, you know, a wave here or there. But yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. No one tells you how to have a baby in a pandemic. So, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, well, that's yeah. weird. We had my brother in law come up. We quarantined for seven days. Yeah. All got COVID tests. He, they got COVID tests. Yeah. Then they drove like straight through to come, you know, stay with us. It was like, all right. Yeah. It was a lot. It's, but, uh, yeah. you know, 
did you vote today? Uh, we early voted um, with absentee ballots, so we made sure we were we were handled. Nice. Nothing, yeah. nothing like the sound so, of well, it's a nightmare. Like anytime we turn on the TV here, there's like seven thousand ads. I, and I like, can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah, it can't be great. <laughs> nothing yeah, like the like sound all, of schnars like cooing. Of the focus of the country. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cece, would you like to hang out for fan mail here? Yeah, for sure. Until things go south. Yeah, until right. you start screaming. Love it. Well, I'm glad that to have you back on the show. Any noise. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. First up, we have a note from Alyssa on, uh, do you remember the CC, the book club? Yes, I do remember. Do I remember what reading was? No. No. Uh, she says, out a bunch. hey guys, happy 600. Here's a book club update. The winter reading challenge kind of fizzled out, which is all on me. Teaching is kind of a time suck and I dropped the ball. We'll try again in the spring. Alyssa, don't be so hard on yourself. I drop balls all the time. I know. In January, we'll be reading The Devil All the Time by Donald Ray Pollock. Good old DRP. I want to check out the movie afterwards. The cast is amazing. Once again, happy 600. I love you guys. I'm so happy to be part of the BGH family. That's from Alyssa. Next up, Caitlin and Kissimmee. If you ever need a classic episode, you have to revisit Red State. And Joe's absolutely insane. It's always sunny. Ask a rant about Kevin Smith. People need to hear it. (laughs) Caitlin and Kissimmee. I don't know how long ago we... uh, Yeah, it's been a while for sure. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I stand by it. I'm sure you do. Mm. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Joe, what's on Twitter? Uh, We're on Twitter at BG Horror. We use the hashtag AskBGH every week if you want to send in a question about the movie or just life in general. Uh, First up, speaking of uh, back episodes, our buddy Snapcast Merge. Snapcast Merge? Snap... Snapcast emerge. It's Snapcaster Mage. Yeah, I agree to disagree. Joe, it, uh, is, it, is like scrolling through social media just a nightmare for you because you can't read anyone's handle properly? Like, I, well, how do you ever I get to the I tweets? <laughs> uh, anywho, so surreal for the last BGH episode I listened to was Insidious 3 and remembering vividly how much Eric hated it. And then I tune in now on a whim, and the number two movie of the year is Lee Wanell's Invisible Man. Biggest 180 for a horror director? Question mark. Can you think of a bigger one? I think biggest 180 for a BGH fan that you were gone that long and came back. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine, man. It's broken everyone, even the people who decided they didn't like us anymore. Welcome, I mean, what, welcome back. Like the opposite direction. What was Rob Zombie's second movie? Like I loved House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, but like yeah. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects, yeah. and then it was like, um, did he do? That was the Salem one after Rejects, wasn't it? Lords of Salem. Lords. Well, of no, Salem, when did the after? Halloween? No, he did the Halloween. Oh, then yeah, Halloween right. movies, then Lords of Salem. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, no, on on uh, Lee Wanell though, he made that movie Upgrade in between. At least th- there might have even been yeah. another movie. And that movie was pretty deece. Like Wait, it was, you know, don't say it. Don't what say now, deece, what John? It? Jesus it was, Christ. Deece. Deece. Did Are you trying uh, to make that a thing? <laughs> he said it's it. A, he's, it's a thing to me, Joe. He said it That's before, Joe. Let's just try some, to subordinate, I some subordinate said that to John after his review today. <laughs> <laughs> just going with it. <laughs> I know you watch a great British baking show, John, but Leslie and I have a theory that one episode Mary Berry said um, scrummy, which I don't think is like an actual word that anyone uses. And I think she was embarrassed, so then she tries to use it in other episodes too. Like she keeps trying to like insert it. Crummy <laughs> happen. Uh, yeah, like yeah. wants Paul to like like catch on, and See, then she's gone. That stuff it would have gone right over my head because I just assume that's like a thing that British people say. That Mm-mm. you know, no, because nobody else says it. I think Mary Barry was trying to make it happen. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, next up, 
Speaking of John's family, C.O.W. Flanagan. Nerd question for King Casey. Oh, oh, no. How come, C.U.M., uh, folks are upset that Wonder Woman holds a torch for Chris Pine, but everyone is fine with Captain America being a virgin because his girlfriend done got old. <laughs> I honestly don't know, bud. Yeah, Casey, go for it. Answer that question. Yeah. Well, I guess one's DC what? and one's Marvel, right? Like that's yeah. just different universes. Different universes. Different totally. universe. like, wait, hold on. Is he saying like are, when he's saying are we that people are upset about it? That he means like people in the movie in the universe of the film? Well, no, or? I think there's like backlash that like yeah. pretty much Wonder Woman sacrifices like a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. she like you know has a thing for Chris Pine. I mean, Chris Pine. I mean, it is Chris oh, Pine. It's true. Yeah. It's dreamy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I, I honestly know. don't know. Thing that there's like a thing that I didn't know was a thing until you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Chris Pine's character in Wonder Woman ever claimed to be a Boy Scout like uh, Captain America did. So let's go with that. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Here's one we probably should have thought about before uh, from Lovecraft Tapes. If the uh, cast of BGH were beers, what style slash favor oh. uh, flavor would each uh, be, and what kind of glass would you pour them into? I, dude, I don't know. That requires knowing different Bro, glass types. it's yeah. 9 p.m. I just want to be a sour beer. It's yeah, 9 well, p.m. Say, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. That Most was our beer, of the, uh, beer today was a sour yeah. beer. See? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Worked out. <laughs> I think I'd obviously be a chocolate stout, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'll go American IPA. I think you'd be like a Zima, John, or like a Zima (laughs) (laughs) Spike Seltzer. I once saw in high school. Once saw a kid chug a Zima and immediately throw it up. Yeah, Eric would be like the Molson Golden that my dad's had in his basement for like 20 (laughs) years that he still drinks, like one every Thanksgiving. Oh man, yeah, okay. Uh, my parents have like 10 year old beer in their fridge because when people come yeah. for the holidays they just leave it and they never throw it out yeah no my dad would like buy a case and the space in their fridge that's what i never understood it's just like random stray beer it's not like a whole 12 pack it's like here's a here's a bud ice from 2009 like that's still there it's like shit like that <laughs> see but like i i clean my fridge if there's something that's been in my well fridge it's a, a month, it's I'm a like, no, no, no. There's a gra- their old fridge. They got a new one. Their old fridge is in the garage. So you just whatever with that one. Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. Secondary. Yes. All right, that's beer fridge. Yes, it's a beer. Uh, fr- it's pretty much a beer fridge. All right, here's one we probably should have thought of too. Horror fan four one two nine. That's our buddy Andy. Uh, they are making a Netflix series about BGH. Which actor plays each member of the team? Hmm. Nick Frost is playing me. I <laughs> Nick Frost. Yeah, that makes sense. Time waster. Time. That new one he had. I like that. I mean, I yeah. guess I got to be Elijah Wood, right? Mm. Yeah. Can we get the puddle of mud singer to like come out of <laughs> no, I think you're the Stranger Less Things kid. Stran- at this point, you'd be Stranger Things kid because he's hot in Hollywood. Aren't I like, I got to be 10 years older than him at least. Well, right? we'll, we'll age him up. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe this is the origin story right. of BGH. Maybe this is, two, that's, no, that's maybe this is 2007 right. BGH and you're like fresh. It'll be like a. Well, this would be if they were going to, I was going to say, if they were going to age you down, we could, whatever Martin Scorsese used in. Uh, that last movie he did with Robert De Niro. Mm. Actually, I want Robert De Niro to play me. <laughs> Age <laughs> down yeah. Robert De Niro. I like that. I don't think so, John. Uh, what about you, CC? I think Conan O'Brien would be me. <laughs> like, I think that's that's who we pull in. Yeah. CC, oh. anyone on your? Yeah, Aubrey Plaza can be me. Okay, hmm. I like it. What about Kyle? I can see it. I think we need a Kyle. What about who? <laughs> Kyle. 
Who's playing oh. Kyle? Like, I like that Kyle's in it. Oh, you know, I don't know. What's Joe, his name? Joe the, if uh, Kyle isn't in the movie, who's going to be your love interest? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I can't have the ghost of Chris Pine. Yeah. What else's body? That's solid. No, that's good. Uh, all right, here's Skizbot. I remember my first beer. Do you remember your first beer? I sure yes. do. It was a Pabst Blue Ribbon, I so. and I drank three, and I threw up a few hours later. I was I had real two drunk. Mad Dogs. <laughs> I think my first one was a Hams. Wait, Mad Dog or Red Dogs? Mad Dogs. Like the 2020s, like the yeah. Oh, damn, bro. Yeah. Uh, I think mine was a Rolling Rock. Yeah, that from that era, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Last but not least, for Twitter, and then we'll we'll jump over to the uh, the insta 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 whatevers. Uh, <laughs> Robale, when will we be back to normal? Can Joe keep track of everyone's answers on Eric's top ten spreadsheet so we can go back and laugh later? You know what we could do? We could get we could we could venture a guess as to like the next time we'll be in a theater. Oh. Word. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, hang on. Let me. Let me jump over and I'll pull up and we can just guess a month and we'll see if any of us yeah. are I have a guess. Right. Just, just a month? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Fair. I say. Hold on. And is the question the next time I'll go to the theater? BGH. Or the next time BGH goes to a theater for a movie. Because if, yeah, if see, theaters are open and it's safe, we'll, like, we'll all be going at the same time. Yeah, but my point is like my willingness to go is probably higher than like Eric's, and so if I have if I have a vaccine, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. if, if, I mean, I, well if myself and the people in my life that I'm going to be, ex- <laughs> if myself and the people in my life that are going to be exposed to have a vaccine, then yeah, that's like that's my threshold. What's yours, John? Mine is like I don't know. Get me out of this house. I might pay a hundred dollars <laughs> to to rent out the uh, theater by myself. Well, we we were going to do that uh, around Christmas. We actually rented it so i think the answer is when can we all agree on going back to the theater together yeah all right and no and no holding it up just so you can win (laughs) all right so Uh, who who wants to go i'm gonna say go ahead cc you get the you i say like september oh damn it that's my pick all right right, i'll go i'll I'll go we could do dates like yeah i think you gotta pick a day i think you gotta pick a day Wednesday. Okay, and you got to be—you can't go past it. It's like Price is Right. You got to be, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll say September eighth. Closest without going over. How's that? I'm gonna say August thirtieth. I thread the needle. I was gonna go with August too, so I will go the opposite end of Eric and say August first. Okay. All right. Now we all—we could all be overshooting it. Like it could be I fucking June. Oh yeah. I was considering late July. You know what? I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going July 10th. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go later. I'm going to say like October. October 15th. Whoever wins. It's grim, Joe. Whoever 2022. wins. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> whoever wins, John does the one chip challenge. <laughs> it doesn't matter even if he wins. All right, what if I point? win, I get to pick someone to do it. Anyone else wins, I have to do it. No, even if you win. You yeah, even if you win, you got to do it. Yeah. Hey, we should uh, do a prize. All right, let's bang through uh, Instagram. First one over there. We're on Instagram, Bloody Good Horror. Uh, every Tuesday we post up. If you just want to send in a dumb question, we'll, we'll give you a dumb answer. Uh, okay, Joe, do you love this couple in this movie or hate them? Because I can't imagine you have neutral feelings about these two or anything or anyone ever. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it was directed at me, but like we can you know do it for everyone. I think we were going to talk about it, but like knowing people exactly like this, especially that I worked with, like even when I first moved to New York City, like. I've already gone through my stages of being annoyed by them and just kind of accepted them. And like, I have like a couple of friends that are pretty much exactly like this main character. So I'm, I'm fine with them. You know what it know is for love, me? Like, like they're a little annoying in the beginning, but it's more like their relationship gives me anxiety. And I think that's my biggest problem with it in the beginning. So at least once we get out of that a little bit, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm cool now. Yeah. I would have hung out with these people. I like cannot in a movie. Yeah. I cannot in a movie watch a couple sitting on a couch together both staring at their phones like it makes me want to jump off of the roof of my building it i can't handle it should we have told cc up front that we we like this movie except casey yeah. he didn't, he didn't. i didn't oh okay what is the name of the movie <laughs> save yourselves it's pretty good it's like a, it's like a sci-fi comedy about a bunch of hipsters who get stuck in an alien apocalypse and don't have any skills well, it's not a bunch. It's two. It's a two. It's a couple. Like a yeah, couple. It's up for interpretation what a bunch means. Okay. Oh no, but Kyle did. That's pretty much the tone of the movie. Yeah, it's like the exact same tone. It has a lot of the same people. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Here's the others. Since you're in Chicago, what's your favorite Brat Pack movie? I mean, that's for oh, you. Man, that's great. You know what? I, but I think everyone can answer. This might right? be a dark horse. I'm really fond of Saint Almost Fire. I was literally about to say we just rewatched that. It's and really good. I would put it up there. It's that, really. It's, I don't know if less than zero is considered a dude, Brad Pack movie. That's but my like second movie. That's my second. Yeah, Andrew McCarthy's in it, and 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 I and I would count Robert Downey Jane. Jr. as a tangential member of the Brad Pack, so I think that counts. I Spader feel like too, I need right? to James look Spader. up the list of who what qualifies because you guys are naming movies that I would not have put in that list. But, yeah, you know, I'd go, like, you know. go with like Breakfast Club. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like the that's the like quintessential. The yeah. Uh, all right, dark chocolate or milk? Which is the stronger chocolate? I mean, dark, right? Like, milk chocolate. I would go milk. Really? If like gun to my head, I can only have one more for the rest of my life. Situation, okay. milk. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Milk or, or what? Uh, Kyle, what's your answer? <laughs> I, I mean, he likes dark chocolate, but I. I don't don't let him have it. He left. Oh, I'm taking no. I'm taking dark chocolate. I'm taking dark chocolate. Yeah, what? We're adults here, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, milk chocolate is delicious. All right, just just leave it alone. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's like you're white trash. Um, (laughs) White trash because I like milk chocolate. (laughs) Just in general, like I don't know. It's like you know, it's shitty. Like it's just shit. (laughs) Depends on where it's from, though. Too. I'm curious. Do you like milk chocolate or dark chocolate better? Are we talking about snacks or women? Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Snacks or what? <laughs> Start with snacks, but I don't want to hear. To be fair, he likes both a whole lot. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, Joe, y'all are soulmates because we like. <laughs> all right. And with women, too, right? Because yeah. then, yeah. All right, we agree on everything then. <laughs> Always. Blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Do you yeah. think the Bills will win the Super Bowl? Am I the only one who didn't even know football was happening? No, nah, like, I did. I, I don't really have any way to watch it right now. I was a Bills fan all growing up in the 90s and then gave up eventually. And now like, I can't even enjoy this. I just, I just It's doing nothing for me. They could, they might. I don't know. They, they have a legitimate chance. Yeah, they do. It's not, it's not crazy. Well, did you see where the Browns, like, like their coach has COVID now? And they're supposed to play a playoff game this weekend? Oh. 
it just it the whole thing's ridiculous. I don't know. Mm. Um, I I have to say that yes, the Bills will win because like solely on the uh, credit of the new "Every Time I Die" songs. Oh my god, they're so good! Like <laughs> it is like like I like their stuff, but like this is some of the best I think they've put out in years. Very excited about it. Um, here's two that kind of go together. Sometimes these seem down. Are you okay? And then somebody else asks, "What can we do to help?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're desperate pleas for people to write into the show. <laughs> no, no, well, no. This is on Instagram. It's oh, literally oh, just oh. like ask us a question. Oh, your answers. I think, I think yeah, people. You know, uh, I mean, I'm sure we're all down, right? Like nobody's having a great yeah, time. Yeah, who's like who's like in a good mood right now? <laughs> I like all kidding aside. I have cried so much this year. <laughs> like out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you actually, Joe. My on the 24th. Uh, Mia opened up the last day of the advent calendar and I fucking bawled. Like, I don't even know why. (laughs) 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 It's not a great year. (laughs) I I went the opposite direction and I've been this year turned me into an apathetic hermit. Oh, no. I'm full on like menopause. That's a real thing. All right. Uh, zombies, meh. Vampires, been there. What's the 2021 hot horror trend going to be? Oh, that's a good one. I was been hoping for a while that we'd get cults to take off. There's been a couple movies every year that hint towards it, but they haven't yeah, really like caught us. on. Those would be good, though. Yeah. Well, we're, I mean, we're, there's going to be at least a couple years before we start seeing sort of like the pandemic process through horror films. Um, yeah. And I don't mean like pandemic films. Like, I just mean like you know, folks working through the shit that they experienced. Um, I, I just think we're not going to see a trend because nothing new is getting made. Like it's going to be all the, like, it's going to feel disjointed because like Candyman, which we were all ready for, you know, last spring is coming out now. Well, like, I mean, but like there's got, uh, is shit shooting right now? It's so unclear to me. Like other than Tom Cruise, like <laughs> is, are people making movies? It's yeah. Like the some big are, expensive- some are. The big expensive stuff is, but my sense is that like a lot of the mid tier stuff, it's just like not worth the extra hassle of like because you got to pay to quarantine people and testing and like it'd be a whole fucking thing, yeah. And you could get shut down with one case. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Red Dog, Zima, or Bud Dry. You can only drink one for the rest of your life. Which is it? Red Dog, Zima, but what is Bud Dry? Bud Dry? Like, I don't think they make that anymore. Yeah. Is that like a Bud Ice kind of thing, which is like more alcohol? Yeah. I'd probably go with that, I guess, if I can only pick one. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably go Red Dog. I can drink a yeah, Budweiser. That's all right. I, I can live with Red too. Dog. Because, I mean, the other two, I mean, Zima, I think, will probably get you pretty drunk pretty quickly. Too mm-hmm. much sugar. It's so sweet. Yeah. It'll give you the beers. Yeah, it's so sweet. Did uh, I remember in college, O'Colleen used to, uh, at our frat parties, would stuff uh, Jolly Ranchers in her Zima to make flavors. Oh, so it was pretty God. good. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they're bringing Red Dog back, like a, as a nostalgia play. I thought so, yeah. I and thought Zimas were back, too. Uh, yeah, they were back uh, last year. Here's a good one. Not really a question, but uh, I'm looking for 11,000 votes for anything for Jackson. A recount for the year ender. Casey's stuff in the ballots right now. Obviously yep. alluding to John's uh, bullshit tampering of the election. <laughs> uh, here's a quick one. Things will get better, right? Yeah. What would you say? 2022? <laughs> October 2022. Look for it. Um, here's one that everyone will enjoy. What do you think Jax made his number one resolution for 2021? 
Uh, Jack's obviously from uh, Vanderpump Rules, John. Oh, obviously. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I already answered on the thing. I don't. We don't need to get into it. Um, are you earning enough in Cameo to quit your job yet? Uh, oh no! But like, I'm legit up to like 45 of these things. This in is the a past, great like three months. What? That's amazing. This is a great segue, Joe. Actually, I brought one up. Oh no, I lost it. Wait, I got to click on the link again. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell us about your recent um, cameo output, Joe? While I try to find this again. Well, it's been, there. There was a pretty big rush around the holidays. Um, I think a few people did get a, a video from Joe as a holiday gift, which is, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that's special. When yeah. you want to tell someone, yeah, I'd like you five dollars worth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we this one, Joe. Oh, can you? So before I play this one, this one was um, it's a birthday message for our buddy Dave. Did you? Oh, yeah. uh, did we haven't told the people that your admirer asked for one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I did did one. Um, How did that I go? Say a couple days before Christmas. Oh, it went great. She actually posted a. Um, like a, a thank you or like response on Twitter. It was very nice. I feel like Cece missed that whole. I know. I, I, yeah. I feel so. Bad. Someone said nice things about Joe, and yeah. then he like commented about it on the show, and then he requested a cameo. Yeah. Love it. Was it. Amazing. Yeah. No, she's uh, she's my new favorite listener. So yeah. Uh yeah. So here you go, Joe. Here's your message to our, our buddy Dave. For we won't. We're not. It's seven minutes. We're not going to listen to this whole thing, but. Mm. It's Dave Fulgibelli. <laughs> Fresh ears. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying. I never actually understood what Fuji Billy um, is. I don't know if you're a, you were a photographer back in the day. Um, your first Dave, your first name's Dave. By the way, I never remember that. Um, I never remember that it's Dave. I know I should. I'm a terrible human being. Um, I never remember it, and I just call you a Fuji Billy, uh, even when I think we talk about it on the show. But I never understood where Billy came from and where Fuji came from. Like, Fuji, do they still make film? I assume they still make film. Um, So maybe I'm just going to assume it's like a hillbilly photographer type thing. Like you're out in the woods making moonshine with a a Polaroid camera. Just you're mixing up your moonshine and you're like, oh, there's a there's a sparrow. That's beautiful. And you take your picture with your Fuji Fuji classic um, or, or whatever you call it. Anyway, your your wonderful friends, uh, Mary and Caitlin, uh, wanted me to just take a moment of my precious time of everything that I have going on <laughs> and uh, wish you a happy birthday. Apparently, January 2nd. Like, it's not, it's not a terrible birthday. Like, it's not Christmas Day birthday. It's not day after Christmas birthday. But January 2nd, probably not the best when you're growing up, right? Because, again, like, you're probably getting just presents set aside like oh we were gonna give him this for christmas you know what i've identified this this cadence of yours joe i've identified it Mm -hmm. it's like in the office when michael wants to speak at phyllis's wedding and he's like when time isn't a factor i like to try three or four openings yeah yeah it just (laughs) you know rambles on i mean i I, again like i like people to get their money's worth like seven or eight minutes well at least i just want to know like do you like do you come up with your script beforehand or you just no. like, bring it? No, I have like a general idea. CC, you like, think that had an outline? 
<laughs> it's like a general idea of where things might go, but like a lot of them are just like, all right, let's just see where this takes us. I believe um I believe it was the great Tupac who is kind of my inspiration said, when I write, I go blind and let the Lord do his thing. And like I really I just I I just let it happen. Is that the tag on your cameo profile? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. When I write rhymes, I close my eyes and let the Lord do his thing. That's my uh I love that's, it. That's how I cameo. Um, all right, we want to jump. Where are we here? Uh, are pictures of John considered thirst traps? Maybe a BGH calendar would be fun. I, uh, my wife texted me a picture of this question. <laughs> uh, oh, really? I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was not a hundred percent clear what a thirst trap was. I like I had a general sense. But... It's when you post a picture where you're looking real good because you just you want to soak up all the positive comment. You need a little self value. Yeah. You know, you need a little validation. Got it uh let's see what i gotta get back on social i don't know yeah what is your favorite brand of mask does anyone know what i like like old navy masks that's why i tell you we have a shitload of old navy masks that's we bought them they they have really good ones they have really good kids masks and they're cheap yeah yeah well exactly you buy the kids ones like we bought like 40 of them yeah they're cheap my son chews holes in the in the (laughs) mask because he has to wear them to school so it's like he's he's in a mask like all day long Mm. so uh, what horror movie are you looking forward to in the new year? Anything. Yeah. 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 Anything. Are we going to, we're going to get this green night. I was excited about that. La- I think I, I answered that same question. I have a question. Yeah, I was going to say, we could probably just go back to 2019. What is, and, what is looking forward to? I don't mm. remember yeah. what that is. <laughs> I'll be honest. I find it hard to get excited about movies that I was already excited about seeing last year that just got pushed. Like even Candyman or green night. I'm kind of like, okay, yeah. like that. I, I need new things, John. I need new toys to play yeah. with. I don't know when I'm going to the theater in March to see some movies. I'm pretty <laughs> pumped about anything. So. Uh, Pinhead, Jason, Leprechaun all went to space. Who's next? Leatherface? I mean, Leatherface could work because then he could use his chainsaw to propel himself through space. Oh, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Until he ran out of the gas. But. I think it'd be funny to see that little uh, jigsaw guy in like, his little bike just like floating around. <laughs> <laughs> saw, uh, saw in how's space. dry january going joe um day day four we're all right i think so uh where, where do we land on smoking weed during dry january uh so far no but we'll wow, see we'll see where bold. things go so you're just like you're straight edge right now joe well we you know we had planned on doing it and then saturday or sunday night we had like our final send-off and like the next morning we felt like hot garbage and we're like all right fine no um all right best cure for post-holiday gloom also weed yeah that's actually was my uh, horror movies uh, what would be the key thing to avoid this year my response was people you should probably just stay with people (laughs) bodily fluids oh yeah uh (laughs) and last but not least happy new year to you you lovely person Gingerbread men dipped in coffee. Yes or no? Oh, I can do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah, I'm cool. Joe said no. no. Yeah, I said no. Like I like black coffee. I don't want anything so, sweet that, yeah, that I delicious drink, bitterness. I drink black coffee too, and it, it's not as quite as nice when you're not I mean that's more of like a, you got a bunch of cream and sugar in there, I feel like. Yeah. Got like yeah, but you just you're just dunking the gingerbread cookie in there though, right? You're not like letting it soak. I was gonna say, then if it you're just, not letting it soak, then what's the point? Like, just dunking. Yeah. It's do? getting the 
cookie with coffee on it rather than yeah. it down. It's like Dunkin' an Oreo. Nah, see, if I'm Dunkin' an Oreo, I am holding that Oreo in there until yeah. the absolute last second where it's about to fall into the milk, and then I'm eating yeah. it. Yeah, agreed. You know, one of my favorite things, maybe Eric, you can get behind me on this, graham crackers dunked in milk. Like they, they so like you soak it up just to the point where they're about to fall apart, and it is delicious. Interesting. Just, yeah. Hmm. No, that's like a already chewed up graham cracker. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. True. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for the the Instagrams. Cool. Uh, Instagram cameo, Patreon.com/slash Bloody Good Horror. If you would like. To see a live stream of the show every week. Um, Cece, glad to have you back. It's I'm glad to know things are going well. Yes, we're we're doing good. You know, we're just in our our pod. Don't know what's going on outside of it, but we're good here. Congratulations to you and Kyle. Thanks. It's cute, baby. Yes, congrats. All right, guys. Uh, what did we decide we're doing next week, uh, John? Was it Hunter Hunter? Uh, well, there's there were two things we were discussing on Shutter. But no, we don't. We have to oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we I think we're to a vote. I think we're still going through some stuff we missed from last year, though, is the headline. So, and then as opposed to all the new things that have already come out. Exactly. This year. Well, yeah, that's we have. I think we have time. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this week's show. Hope you enjoyed. We'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye.